Cal, Bob, thank you so much for the time to chat with you. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, honestly, the film's a joy. It, it is such a joy. I I did not expect how much I would enjoy. I, I liked the first one. I didn't expect how much I would enjoy this film. Um, what excites you about about the franchise and and uh, the mighty pups or the mighty movie, I should say? I think for us, um, uh, I've got two little kids, so we've grown up as a Paw Patrol household uh, uh, from the beginning of our involvement with the franchise. And when we were talking about what would be um, uh, a great sequel, very early on, the idea of doing the Mighty Pups, a kind of uh, Pups with Superpowers movie, uh, got everyone excited. And for us, it felt like a chance to um, almost explore a whole new genre within the Paw Patrol universe. There are expectations and conventions in a superhero movie uh, that we have to uh, kind of be mindful of and and deliver on. And so that was a wonderful challenge for us from a writing perspective. And then from a directing perspective, the kind of scope and the set pieces and all of those things, it was it was really exciting. So it was something everybody um, jumped on uh, uh, right away. Um, and, you know, it works. It's funny you talk about it being an evolution in some ways of the series because it is different. You have this grounded in some way grounded i mean they're dogs that dogs that are driving driving cars but um it's more it's more grounded but then they you know they've got superpowers involved and and whatnot so it is a bit of a change but but there's more to it than that i think i i was wondering from your perspective how do you think the paw patrol has evolved over the years because this is you know this is a decade-long franchise now and i remember when it first started my kids were watching and it first started and they liked it but we're really knee deep in it now. I think um, uh, the, the, I'll speak to the movies specifically, because mm -hmm. I think the, the, this series has been wonderful and uh, really uh, a lot of kids have grown up with it. And when we started on the first movie, our question was how far can we push what people know and love from the series to really make a theatrical experience, make sure that it doesn't feel like a big episode, but it's it's a, a real reason to get out to the movie theater. And the response to the first one was so good that we we pushed even further on the second one. We felt like we're we're walking with the audience, kind of getting permission for like how big can we make these? How and it seems as though the appetite is there for you know as 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 uh, big an experience as we can make. Um, they they seem on board for. I want to just jump back to something you said, which I love, is this idea of uh, the the movie being grounded it's something we talk about a lot um in terms of uh trying to not make the world too crazy and magical otherwise it takes away from what's amazing about what the pups are doing so yes they drive cars and they talk and they do but everything else even the physics of how things uh uh the disasters unfold or any of these kind of things we're really conscious to try and keep that grounded so that when one of the pups is in danger, you feel the stakes. And when they succeed, you feel a sense of accomplishment. And I think sometimes in animation, um, you can lose your way. If everything's too zany, suddenly people start to check out and they're not invested, especially in this, in, in this um, franchise, which is like around rescues and stakes and all these things. 
having it grounded is is really a kind of cornerstone of what we're always always talking about is how can we do this big stuff but make it believable i think the other thing just about the on the movie side of things because you know, having a chance the first movie, we, you know, really had a lot of fun making and then sort of raising the stakes with the second one as big and as spectacle driven as we were able to make it, it's all rooted in the story of Sky and, you know, having a character and really following her journey throughout the thing. And that's one of the wonderful things that with the movies, we're able to tell a longer story. We just have a bigger palette to make something that resonates emotionally as well as giving you, you know, a fun wild ride of the movies, which we obviously love. And, and you know, that to me, is what gives the the film its its power no pun intended when i say that because i mean you can have a film about pups driving cars and you even make a joke within the film about apologizing to parents for the marketing aspect of it and, and whatnot um but there's some real story happening and some real emotional arc uh, amongst its characters, or especially Sky and Liberty, so there's a real emphasis on the on the female characters in this particular film. I was wondering why that was important to you to explore their journeys. I think uh, exploring exploring uh, a kind of primary character's emotional journey, and ultimately, um, you know, building it around an idea that's universal to both parents and kids is something that we're always looking for for. Uh, Sky, she's learning that the smallest pup can make the biggest difference. And that's something we thought would really resonate with kids who oftentimes feel like they don't have as much power to control their world or their environment as as they can. And, and so that that kind of empowering nature of that, but also also for adults in our our world, you know, a lot of, you know, what difference can one person make what those kind of themes are there. So trying to find a theme that bridges both um, adults and kids, uh, and, and they can be in different ways, but are both meaningful is something we're always looking for at, at the center of these, um, films. And then for, for, uh, in terms of making it Sky's story, we did, it was Chase's story in the first movie and we are big fans of Sky. Sky is my daughter's favorite character, full disclosure. And, uh, and we wanted to, um, uh, uh, really dig in and, and find out what her story and backstory was on, on this second movie. Uh, you, you said you, you tapped into a key word, I think for this particular film. And I, I love hearing this cause this is, this is exactly what I'm, I'm connecting with in the story and that's power. Um, and of course they've, they get powers and I'm using powers in quotes here, but that the film seems to touch on this deeper aspect of power moving beyond the idea, uh, even Liberty, you know, I don't have my superpower yet and, and whatnot and, and Sky's overuse of power, which is really interesting. I was just wondering from your perspective, is there anything you hope that kids learn about where their power comes from, from this film? I'll, I'll let you go, but I have just one thing I want to start yeah, with. Helping. For Liberty, um, Liberty in the movie is trying to figure out what her power is and she's looking around and and all the other pups it seems to be something related to who they are and she's asking herself well what's i'm just liberty what's my power mm -hmm. and over the course of the film we see her trying to copy other people's power and it's not until she kind of does her own thing that she discovers what it is so that's that's uh kind of at the core of 
of her story is like, hey, your power might not be what your friend's power is. It's 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 going to be something different that you have to discover for yourself. And so that's what we tried to kind of work into to Liberty's story. Well, and on the Liberty front, what I'd also say is just the fact that as she is discovering her power, you know, we see her going through that and basically, you know, it's a relatable experience to go, even if maybe you didn't make the team or you didn't do that, you can still, you know, that doesn't mean you have to give up. And we see her, you know, even her whole journey with the junior patrollers, her saying, and she even says that, you know, even though she doesn't have powers, doesn't mean they can't contribute. And we sort of felt like that resilience. I mean, she's a character that, you know, we had in the first movie and we, we loved her and we wanted to give her something you know interesting to do and felt like that was a really kind of fun journey for her character to sort of have her go from being being annoyed with these little puffballs to then actually you know being like you know their best friend taking them under her wing exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> well it, it, like i said there, there's so much to connect with and you know going back to again you that word grounded i like that you're you're talking before about the world sort of being grounded because i think it helps these stories to land because the stories for kids are more relatable in in so many more ways for these experience to be in a again in quotes real world scenario uh for these these pups uh to be learning along the way i think it's it's wonderful it's wonderful storytelling um i mean we're starting to run out of time but i mean i i thought <laughs> i can honestly i love the film i can keep talking about it but um i'm just well, for from your perspective you know what is the next step for for Power Patrol, or is there a third film in the works? I know that probably the series is running, but I mean, your focus probably be on the, the film side. What What's the yes. next next phase? They, um, we we just had the number one movie in the world with Paw Patrol <laughs> last weekend, and they've just announced uh, part three, which full disclosure, we've been working on already for quite a quite a while, and and uh, and um, you know we think it's going to be bigger and better than movie. Too. That's always our objective is to, you know, we, we feel like it's such a, such a gift to get to make movies that we owe it to everybody and especially to ourselves to every time we get another at bat with one of these things to try and raise the bar emotionally, stakes, spectacle, everything we can do to really, um, to, to, to really up, up our game from one movie to the next. I think when you have when you look at the number of people who are going to give hours of their lives to watch these things you really want to make sure you leave it all on the screen so um yeah we're excited about the next one and and uh really excited about the response to number two has been wonderful so far and i should say congratulations on that because i mean you paw patrol walked into the box office and and pounced on some pretty big franchises this weekend i think that speaks a lot though again to the quality of the storytelling that's that's being brought out and i should say and this this impressed me the action scenes in this particular film uh there's a lot of care put into them like there's i I, i'm i'm sure that from your perspective there are as well but i'm not gonna point fingers or say anything but in in some animated films you you don't have that sort of intensity that you do in a film like this. And, and I think that's a real testament to the, to the quality overall. That's, I uh, really appreciate you saying that. Our partners at Micros Animation, uh, the, the studio that we're, we, we work with on these, 
really are committed to doing great work and raising the bar every time. And you're right, it is takes an incredible amount of effort from lots of people to get these things, the action sequences to play at that level of intensity. Um, and really it's about hundreds of artists kind of and production people working together to kind of get the balance right and and um, work in such a way that you can kind of craft these things and and really it's about getting them tight so you have enough intensity per second it's not some long flabby thing but you're whether it's her ship blasting lasers and blowing up meteors and fire flying by that's that's a lot of people touching every one of those shots and and really takes a lot of orchestration to kind of keep all of those pieces working together and the the lighting working with the fireballs working with the animation working with the camera all of that stuff and and uh so that's that's a, a huge testament to the to the team and if i can jump in and speak because as the writer i'm i get a front row seat but cal to watch the directing i have to say just to uh to speak to it it's it's i mean it is a vision that is sort of from the script all the way through that to watch him sort of go from the storyboards all the way through to the camera to the final animation it really is something where in conjunction working with all of our amazing artists that uh it you see from the start this is all planned and this is like it, it really is just sort of a fine tuning and it, it's you know like i said it's 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 incredible to watch the movie come together and see that direction and see that that kind of vision come to life. Thank you, Bob. That's, That's a, this nice. is a, I, there's a reason we've worked together for 20 plus years that uh, I'm a fan of, yeah. of this guy. It shows it shows and, and you two are working together great because this this sort of product I think is really, really high. Uh, the quality is great. It's just a wonderful film and, and thank you so much for your time. I congratulations on the on the film's success and look forward to to the third entry. Thanks so much, Steve. Really appreciate it. Yes, great to uh, chat with you. Thank you. Great to chat with you, too. Have a great day. Take care. See ya. Bye-bye.